Six minutes until the bell's coming down to the wire. Stock's trying to make one more push here, and they're getting pretty close. Bonds have been down all day. They've also firmed up, though, and yields have fallen. Still, the climb in the 10-year Treasury has investors once again thinking about how to get yield in the market. Let's talk about that with Roxana Islam from Vetify, Associate Director of Research. Roxana, welcome back to the show. Hi, yeah, it's always good to be here, Oliver. Okay, so you've got closed-in funds on your mind, a category, a type of, of funds, uh, but you say that investors might be going here for income. Tell me why, tell me how. Yeah, so, I mean, let's just start with the fact that closed-in funds, they are maybe lesser-known investments than some traditional investments like stocks and bonds. So if you think about the investors that invest in these, they're actually maybe not necessarily looking for total return potential like you're seeing with a lot of other investments. They are actually valuing them for their income generating properties, um, as many of these actually have a primary objective of producing high current income. So right now in the environment that we're in, um, a lot of investors are concerned over those rising rates because many of these closed-in funds do use leverage. And you know when you do have rising rates, um, borrowing costs can also go up and that could deteriorate funds earnings, which could threaten distribution payments. And typically this means that when you're in a rising rate environment, you do expect some funds to enact cuts. Um, but I will say that when you look historically, I think it is easier to pay more attention to some of the bad news that we heard. You know, in the past we heard of funds cutting their distributions maybe by a third or a fourth. Um, but you have to realize that if you look at that broader uh, closed-end fund industry, distributions actually held up and were a bit more stable than you expected. Um, we look at uh, a composite closed end fund index called uh, the S Network Composite Closed End Fund Index, which is uh, focuses on closed end funds with taxable yield. And when we looked at this um, through the last uh, series of interest rate hikes that we had in 2015 to 2018, it was really interesting because you know we did see the prices and the asset values fall, and that was in the early days, and a lot of that was based on that investor sentiment. And then from there, we did see some dividend cuts in the early days, but they weren't really as much as I think a lot of people expected. Okay. You know, in 2016 and 2017, you had maybe five to ten percent distribution cuts across the board, and then from 2018, you saw that sort of flattening. So you know. Obviously, no one wants their distributions cut, especially if you're using these instruments for income. But I think relative to what people expect, these distributions tend to be more stable over time, especially when you look at those yields as a percentage. You saw them hover around that mid 8% range over the past 10 years or so, and that's a much larger rate than many of the other asset classes out there. Now, uh, where does uh, the majority of the yield come from in a fund to look at one the the pimco dynamic opportunities fund uh it, this is pretty uh a big distribution rate that's one of the ones you highlight uh a senior income trust vvr is another one pdo is the pimco ticker i just mentioned uh, people uh, uh generally like to put these in as like diversifiers to their overall positioning or does this replace a part of the portfolio so these are mostly income generating securities. So, you know, both of these are, they do have exposure to, to fixed income, but uh, these are two that I would highlight are, are not as sensitive to those rising rates as you know, you'd have the majority of closed end funds be. So if, for example, if you look at a PDO, which we have up on the screen right here, um, PDO, you know, they actually recently raised their distribution a couple months ago by about 8%. Hmm. And, you know, when you're looking at a fund like this, um, you can actually see that their earnings that they they earn is actually much higher than their distribution rate and that that percentage is well over 100 percent meaning earnings 
really do cover the distributions well. They also have a sizable net income uh, reserve, which means that even if earnings do deteriorate for a few months or a few quarters, then they do have sort of a backup reserve to pay that for. So definitely when you're looking at funds, you would, you would tend to look for ones with higher earnings to distribution coverage ratios. You look at ones that invest in certain asset classes, like VVR, for instance, has exposure to those floating rate assets. So in that case, you can actually see the distribution increase in a rising rate environment rather than decrease. And we did see that uh, distribution increase about 25% back in April of this year. Okay. Uh, like the uh, tickers here uh, for us to think outside the box, Roxana, uh, thanks and a good way to uh, close up the trading day here. Appreciate you coming back. Thank you. All right. Roxana Islam joining us from Vetify with a couple income generating, uh, fixed income related, but certainly a diversifier away from bonds purely.